Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Donna Cutting. She's the author of 501 Ways to Roll Out the Red Carpet for Your Customers, Easy to Implement Ideas to Inspire Loyalty, Get New Customers, and Make a Lasting Impression. Donna, welcome. It's good to have you with us. Thank you. It's so good to be here. So first off, I, I love the title. I love the look of the Thank book. It's know. very enticing. You're sort of taking this old school concept, customer service. It's been yeah. around forever, marrying it to a Hollywood glam. So, right. so tell us where the idea and the genesis came from for, right. the, for the title. Who doesn't want to be treated like a star? Right? And right. so really a, a friend of mine years ago had a conversation with me about how she wanted to treat her customers to a little red carpet service, a little red carpet treatment. Sure. And I had this just vision of wouldn't it be cool if how could we treat our customers like Julia Roberts or Tom Cruise? You know, mm. why don't... Yes, please. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Everyday ordinary people right. just getting treated like stars. And so that's where that whole concept of rolling out the red carpet for your customers okay. came from. So that said, Donna, put that into words for us. What is traditional customer? customer service look like and what does red carpet service look like? Well, I think traditional customer service is inconsistent service, right? So we'll go somewhere and we'll get great service and then we'll go again and not get such great service. And so red carpet, to begin with, is about making that person in front of you right now feel important, significant, special. That's what we do in Hollywood. Of course, the red carpet's all about branding in Hollywood, but it's also about saying that these people are significant enough that we're going to roll out the red carpet for them. Well, that's what you want to do for your customers. There's really four different things to think about. The first is consistency. So every customer receiving the same level of treatment from every team member at every opportunity every single time. You want to think about three different things. So the the second thing you would think about is the technical piece. So your products, your services, what you deliver. Are you delivering what you promise? Then the third thing would be that how do you deliver? So it's that warmth and hospitality. How are your team members delivering those products and services? How are they making your customers feel? Are they making them feel like they're important, significant, and special? So once you've got a consistent experience with the technical piece and the warmth and hospitality, then you can add a little red carpet razzle-dazzle, and that would be that wow factor, the unexpected moments of surprise and delight that really make people turn around and want to talk about you in a really positive way. Sure. So when you look at existing companies of those four tenets, what do you think the biggest mistake is that they're making? What's what's the biggest void, would you say? Yeah, the biggest void is that they're not really looking at consistency and they're not training their team members. So they, A, they may not really look at hiring the right people. So I call it getting red carpet ready. So I have, you know, 501 ways and you can look at all of these great tips and implement them into your companies. But if you're not red carpet ready, if you haven't really looked at hiring the right people who have the right heart, who want to make people feel important and special, and then you're not giving them the training and the tools and educating them on what those customer service standards are, they're not going to be able to deliver a consistent experience. Right. And Donna, you talk about that in the book specifically. I believe it was called Standing Ovations for the Staff. Mm -hmm. This idea of how do you get people who've never received the red carpet treatment to now give 
the red carpet treatment, and, and it's key. Right, it is key, and it's true. You've got many, many hourly employees who've never had a red carpet experience. Exactly. How are they expected to give it? Well, the first thing is you have to model it for them. You have to give them a little red carpet experience of their own. You have to show them by your words, your actions, what it looks like, set up what your customer service standards are, and then train them on how to deliver it. But it's also how you treat them. You know, every member of the C-suite, every manager out there, you've got to walk your talk. If you're coming in, and, and I've seen this happen, CEO come in and walk right by the core, the heart of, of their business, you know, those frontline employees with without smiling, without eye contact, without saying hello, Seems without like a saying thank you. no-brainer, but people are doing or not doing it all the time. Exactly, and I can tell you from experience talking to those frontline employees that it is noticed, sure. you know, and so why should I do this for our customers when they won't even do it right, for it me? Right, it makes so much sense. Right. It's sort of, that's how you're treating me, but you expect me to treat, you know, treat others as you would, li as you would like to be treated. So exactly. it's like that's the whole mantra of customer service, but you're not giving me any customer exactly. service, or internal right. customer service, as you say. So tell me a little bit about how you came upon these 501 tips, the research involved and how you pick and choose which one. So my first book came out in 2008. That was called The Celebrity Experience, Insider Secrets to Delivering Red Carpet Customer Service. And that was all based on that principle of treating your customers like stars. And what I discovered was that people, especially middle managers, you know, the, the C-suite I think is really focused on the what, that, you know, yes, this is important and this is why it's important, but the middle management, managers, supervisors, they want to know how, okay. right? So they were reading my book and picking out the very specific tangible ideas that they could then put into place and practice in their companies. And so I realized this is what is needed. People want tools, ideas, you know, they may not have time in their busy, busy work life to get creative about rolling out the red carpet. So it was about looking for what are some of those tangible things that all kinds of people in, in different kinds of companies are doing to deliver that red carpet sure. experience. Right, and sort of this cross section that can apply to to pretty much every company right. in Hollywood terms, which makes it fun and glam. Yes, sure. Um, one, of the, one of these uh, ways you talk about is movie moments. Tell mm -hmm. us what a movie moment is. You touched a little bit upon it, and how do you deliver them? Well, you think about, just think about your favorite movies, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember uh, growing up watching Grease. I think I went to see Grease a million times, and I just remember that moment where Danny comes out, and he's in his Letterman sweater, and yep. Sandy comes out, and she's all decked out in leather, and the game changes, and they drive off, Grease lightning. That's a movie moment. It thrills you. It takes you by surprise. It's unexpected, right? And it creates an emotional response. Right. So when you make a movie moment for your customer, it's that little thing that is unexpected, that surprise and delight, but that connects with them emotionally. And it provides a little a picture, if you will, that they will not only remember, but they'll want to tell other people about. Okay, so give us a couple real-time examples. Some of your favorite that you talk about in the book of these movie moments. Yeah, so it can be really simple. So there's a company called scanmyphotos.com. So they're purpose of their company is that you would send them your hard copy photos and they would scan them and put them into a CD form or USB drive. They also will randomly go through their customer list and just send flowers to 
their customers for no reason. It has nothing to do with their company. They just want to surprise and delight them. Who doesn't so, like so, a surprise flower delivery? Exactly, right. exactly. We have stopped advertising instead. We find little ways like this to roll out the red carpet, make movie moments for our customers, and all of a sudden they're advertising for us. So it's going on Facebook, you know, they're tagging their, their friends, they're tweeting pictures sure. out of the flowers they just received from this company. And again, they say we don't do it for that reason. We do because we want to make our customers happy. But when you make your customers happy, they will then go around and rave about Look, you. The and benefits that come from exactly. it Exactly. Yeah, right, you can't right, even right. count them. And I remember so, reading in the book, it was sort of, really, you're going to spend 80 to to $100 for each customer on a, on a, a flower arrangement? How does that work in terms of your bottom line? But they said they don't have to focus on an advertising campaign because the flowers sell themselves, you know, it's, in terms of now social media and the buzz it creates. Right. And I love a Ruby receptionist is one of my yes, favorites. this is a big part of the book. So, when you read the book, yeah, the yeah. Ruby receptionist. I, I like the name. I like the whole story. So tell, so tell they, everybody what it's about. I'm actually their customer. Right. So uh, they are a voicemail service or a reception service. So when people call my office, the 800 number, they will get a Ruby receptionist. And I just, I want to start by saying the reason I love them is that technically they've got to going on. You know, 99% of the time it's working. If it's not working, they're recovering very nicely. They're warm. They're hospitable. I never have to worry about their receptionist talking with my clients because I know they're just giving a great impression. But then, so they've got the technical piece. They've got that warmth and hospitality. Right. But then they are nailing it with these movie moments or what they call practicing wowism. Right, wowism. Right. right. When uh, we had our little dog Snowball, I just happen to call and say, you know, take messages for the rest of the day. I'm having a bad day. And their, one of their receptionists just sent me a little gift. And when I opened it up, it was dog treats for Snowball, oh, right? It probably thoughtful. cost them about $3 or $4 to do that. And yet it absolutely made my day because sure. it was surprise, unexpected, delight, but also personalized. They were listening to right? your story. Exactly. Right. Something that was really important to me. And it's little things like that that keep me loyal to them and talking about them all over the Right. But it's so personalized and it just sort of changed your day and now word of mouth and how you feel about the company, you, you know, it's invaluable exactly. in terms of, uh, exactly. you know, how you'll affect their bottom line. Yeah. But my question is, if I'm C in the C-suite of a huge company, you're mm -hmm. talking about a very specific attention to detail. Mm -hmm. How do I maintain that attention to detail if my customer base is just sort of astronomical? I think what you do is you realize that you set the vision for your company. You set the overall strategy. You let everyone know that this level of customer experience is really important. And then you inspire and hold your manager level at you know, whatever locations you have, responsible for figuring out the how, and you support them in that. Sometimes I'll hear CEOs give lip service to how important customer service is, and yet they don't give their managers the tools that they need in order to create that experience at their own locations. So, I mean, yes, smaller companies have this ability to do it. So do larger companies. You just have to really give your managers the tools to be able to deliver sure. that. C-Suite Radio. Can you practice wowisms on a typical, you know, usual business day? Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. So if you look at like Ruby receptionists, they are empowered. It's, that didn't come from a manager. Those things came from receptionists, okay. frontline employees. And what they've done is they've set up a station, they've set up tools so that at any single time, a frontline employee could do that. For instance, Starbucks does this all the time. So their frontline team members are empowered to 
on a whim, surprise and delight customers throughout the day. For instance, my first book, I actually wrote a lot in Starbucks. A lot of writers do, I think. And uh, every once in a while, they would treat me to a free coffee. Or one time I left, you know, just to run to the restroom. When I came back, there was a little cookie That's on my so laptop, you know. Their management is empowering them to do that. and and asking, not only asking, but encouraging them to do right. those and, kind of things. And the point is you can't do it for every customer, but these right. are these little movie moments, movie moments rather, these wow-isms yes. that have an effect on you, a loyal customer, you keep coming back, you tell your friends, and it really, you know, the right. dividends are endless, so exactly. it makes a lot of sense. But that's an example of one of these big global companies, as I asked you before. Exactly. How do you employ, you know, something like the Ruby Receptionist is a smaller, sort of homegrown business, but how do you employ the, this technique on a larger scale? And there you right. go, Starbucks is doing it. And the other thing I want to mention is sometimes it's not even a gift. So sometimes just go back back to that consistency and warmth and hospitality, that can be a wow. It doesn't have to be a commodity or yeah. something tangible, so to speak. It's just it's their, creating their way that, of delivering. Right, and that starts with making sure that you've given your people the tools and the training they need to create that consistent experience. Right, which, which is key. It's give, employing them with these tactics. This right. is what we want you to do, now, now execute. Yes. Uh, you mentioned the velvet rope earlier, so oh, let's get to that. Uh, the Academy and you always say, right. ask me about my George Clooney moment. Yes. So, so Tell everybody about that. What George Clooney taught me about red carpet customer right. service. So uh, a few years ago, in 2012, I got to sit in the bleacher seats at the Academy Awards. So growing up as a little girl who always wanted to be an actress, this was like a dream come true huge. for me, right? Huge. And everybody gave us a great experience. So to set this up, the red carpet is divided by a velvet rope. So on one side of the velvet rope are all of us, you know, regular people and on the other side of the velvet rope are the celebrities and the media. And you see it on TV. You right, see that, exactly. the that, barrier. Right. right. So and it was so much fun and everyone gave us a great experience. All we wanted in the bleachers was for the celebrities to turn, acknowledge us, you know, wave a little bit, smile, stand there long enough for us to take their picture. And they did. They all did it. George Clooney went just a little bit further. He is the only celebrity from my knowledge that year that literally stepped over the velvet rope, spent 20 or 30 minutes just engaging the fans. Wow. Shaking hands, signing autographs, taking pictures with them. He'd go back and do a little media and then come back and engage with the fans Amazing. more. Yeah. He is the one that everybody left talking about. So when I encourage companies to really think about how are you going to step over the velvet rope, it's like, okay, you could deliver a good customer experience, or you could just step over the velvet rope just one or two inches, sure. and all of a sudden create this amazing experience. Right, so it's a George Clooney experience. Right, it's exactly. Um, who doesn't want a George Clooney exactly, experience? Exactly, <laughs> right, but it, but it really, it's a testament to who he is, yes. and it changed your whole experience, mm -hmm. and then you you applied that to your business, which, right. is, which is key. So you mentioned, though, all these things, those four tenets. Let's say you do make a mistake in terms of your customer mm, service. How do you recover? We talk about treat and sort of treating upset customers? You mentioned the acronym uh, TREAT. So I always encourage people to train their employees to treat upset customers to red carpet service. So the T stands for uh, tune in and listen. Sometimes that's all an upset customer wants is somebody to listen. R is uh, respond with empathy and regret. So I understand how, how frustrated you are and I'm so sorry you've had this experience with us. E is explore solutions and fix the issue. So we always train people to say something like I I'm going to do everything within my power to deliver a, a satisfactory answer to this question or a solution to this problem. A is then once you 
you've done that, add a little extra. Mm -hmm. And T is thank the customer. They could have not said anything and just gone away. True. Thank you for coming to me with this problem. Right. No, it's a great acronym, and a lot of you know, people in the customer service business find themselves saying, "Okay, how do how do I you know make a make a wrong right?" right. So it's a, it's a very effective tool, and it works. There's so many great speaking of tools, tools in the book, 501 to be exact. Um, and it's it's a it's a really easy read. You know, it makes a lot of sense, oh, and I like how you interject sort of the Hollywood glam in all of it. So it makes it a lot of fun, and it's very insightful. So thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And if you'd like more information on the book and to buy the book, all you have to do is head to our website at csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard? Visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-sweetradio.com.